Hello, we are back with another episode of SSD and DRAM News. As always, I'm your host, Frank Henville. And we're here to bring you only the hottest news from the world of digital storage and memory. As far as we can tell, we're the only podcast doing that right now, so we'd like to thank you for your continued support. Well, let's not waste any time. On to the news. It's July, and many countries around the world have been suffering from extreme weather events. This affected the world of digital storage and memory when inclement weather caused a prolonged power outage at Micron's DRAM manufacturing plant in Hiroshima, Japan. Luckily, no Micron team members were hurt, but the sudden loss of power meant that staff had to implement emergency shutdown protocols. Operations have since resumed, but only at reduced levels. And managers are still assessing the effects the sudden shutdown may have had on wafers that were in the production process at the time. They haven't yet decided which wafers, if any, will meet the company's strict production standards. However, upper management did say in a statement that they expected the incident to lead to reduced output and associated losses, and that shipments in the last quarter of this year and the first quarter of next year would be affected. According to reports from Trendforce, this particular production facility accounts for as much as 30% of Micron's annual DRAM wafer production. Trendforce also stated that even with this incident affecting production, the world DRAM market was still oversupplied in the third quarter of 2022, and that DRAM prices are still expected to drop by 10% in the third quarter. So we're sorry to hear about this unfortunate incident, but it's great that no one was hurt, and it sounds like Micron's management team have the situation under control. On to our next story. We've talked about Sony's PlayStation 5 on this podcast before. It's of interest to us and our listeners because, as a modern console, it relies on SSDs for additional storage space. Well, this month there was a surprising new development. Sony announced that the first PlayStation 5 licensed SSDs were available. And the gaming world rushed to check them out. We've got the details right here, too. They are NVMe SSDs made by Western Digital. Adapted from their SN850 series and available in sizes of 1 or 2 terabytes. They ship in PlayStation 5 branded packaging and also include a soft blue LED that will be visible if the side panel is removed. These drives have been tested by Sony and are guaranteed to work with the PlayStation 5. Early reports suggest that compared to some drives on the market, they're slightly higher priced. So, if you really want that PlayStation packaging, you're going to have to be ready to pay for it. But of course, the PS5 has been available for months, 
so the tech world has already had lots of time to test and confirm which SSDs are compatible with the PS5 and which aren't. We know, for example, that a Pacer's AS2280Q4U SSD is fully compatible with the PlayStation 5. I saw our engineers run the benchmark test myself, and it passed with flying colors. Like the licensed SSDs, it's fully compliant with the NVMe standard, and it also comes with a 5-year warranty so players can game with peace of mind. Well, fanboys who demand to purchase only PlayStation branded components, and we know there's more than a few of those out there, now finally have an SSD they can add to their shopping lists. We hope they enjoy it. And so, on to our final story for the day. This one's about a long-awaited reunion. The Australian Gaming Expo, or AGE, which was postponed for two years by the worldwide pandemic, officially returns this year. And a pacer will return to participate in the AGE in Sydney, Australia, from August 9th to 11th to celebrate the return of the AGE and to demonstrate our long-term research and development capabilities in the casino gaming application market. Ultra-high performance industrial PCIe SSDs and DDR5 memory solutions, which meet the high-definition image and data processing requirements of new gaming machines, will be displayed on-site. Aiming at durability, data integrity, and power stability, which are the most important aspects of gaming applications, a Pacer's latest software, firmware, and hardware technologies will also be shown, and they are expected to become key players in the global gaming market. These include the transformed SSD module with scheduled power management which integrates the real-time scheduling management function of power cycling with a simple and effective management interface. This reduces the amount of time that operators need to check, maintain, and confirm the power status of a gaming machine and effectively save operating costs. In order to create a better immersive experience and support high-quality, high-resolution image processing in the gaming industry, a Pacer will also exhibit ultra-high-performance industrial SSD and memory solutions, such as PCIe Gen 4x4 SSDs and JDEC 1.0 production version DDR5 memory modules. When AGE was last held in 2019, it successfully gathered 237 exhibitors from all over the world. It also attracted more than 9,000 visitors, making it one of the largest professional casino gaming exhibitions in the world. The casino gaming application industry 
is experiencing a healthy recovery in the post-pandemic era. And AGE is a perfect place to witness that. So, if we have any listeners in Australia, we'd love to see you there. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our podcast and that it has been an educational experience as well as an entertaining one. Please be sure to join us again next time, and we'll see you all next month.